Hi, this is Gaurav from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, July 4th, and the top stories of the day are Trinamool Congress MP Mohua Moitra, who has been a part of the daily news cycle for the last week with regard to the authenticity of her maiden Lok Sabha speech, submitted a breach of privilege motion against ZTV and its editor Sudhir Chaudhary on Thursday for allegedly falsely reporting her address in the lower house of parliament reported news agency ANI. While speaking in the Lok Sabha, Moitra said, and I quote, I have submitted a breach of privilege motion today against ZTV and its editor Sudhir Chaudhary for falsely reporting my maiden address in this house. Close quote. However, her submission was denied by House Speaker Om Birla. On June 25, 2019, Moitra, a legislator from Krishnanagar in West Bengal, who had defeated BJP's Kalyan Chaube by a margin of more than 63,000 votes, tore into the government during her maiden speech in the Lok Sabha. Yesterday, Moitra lashed out at the media after her speech in the Lok Sabha attracted allegations of plagiarism. She also shared the tweet on her Twitter handle tagging Z News editor-in-chief Sudhir Chaudhary, who claimed her speech was plagiarised. Just one day before this, on July 2nd, Chaudhary had hosted an entire primetime news segment on the issue of whether Moitra's speech was indeed plagiarised or not. ANI also reported that Moitra had quoted American commentator Martin Longman's tweet and said, quote-unquote, right-wing assholes seem to be similar in every country. A day before the union budget is presented, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman tabled the Economic Survey 2018-19, prepared by Chief Economic Advisor Krishnamurti Subramanian in Parliament today. The survey projects the state of health of the Indian economy and outlines its challenges. According to LiveMint, the Indian economy is currently at a five-year low of 6.8% in 2018-19 and the fourth-quarter growth has slumped to 5.8%, which is a 17-quarter low. However, according to the economic survey tabled by the Centre in Parliament today, India's economic growth is likely to accelerate slightly to 7% for the financial year 2019-20, from 6.8% in the previous year. Also, the economic survey did not deal with the questions raised by K.V. Subramanian's predecessor, Arvind Subramanian, according to whom India's economic growth was overestimated by 2.5% points per year between 2011-12 and 2016-17, reported LiveMint. The Economic Advisory Council to the Prime Minister has already rejected Arvind Subramanian's claim. A Delhi court today accepted Indrani Mukherjee's plea to turn approver in the INX media corruption case involving former finance minister P. Chidambaram and his son Karthi Chidambaram. According to NDTV, the Central Bureau of Investigation, which endorsed Mukherjee's application, said that Indrani was privy to evidence in the form of conversations which could help consolidate the case. Indrani Mukherjee is currently in Mumbai's Baikalla jail awaiting trial for the murder of her daughter Sheena Bora. The Enforcement Directorate and the CBI are investigating how Karthi Chidambaram managed to secure clearance from the Foreign Investment Promotion Board for INX Media to get 305 crore rupees in overseas funds when they only had clearance for 4 crore rupees. They have claimed that INX Media Directors Peter and Indrani Mukherjee had met the senior Congress leader to ensure there was no delay in their application. P. Chidambaram was the finance minister at the time. Earlier in February, the former finance minister and his son were both questioned. ED officials had said that the former finance minister was questioned under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. He was also asked about his meetings with the INX media directors, as well as to explain the clearance given at a time when he was heading the finance ministry. Currently, the directorate has also attached properties worth 54 crore rupees belonging to Karthi Chidambaram, as well as a firm in this case. It has also attached properties belonging to Peter and Indrani Mukherjee. 
Last year, the CBI had arrested Karthi Chidambaram in connection with this case, but he was let out on bail soon after. The next date of hearing in the matter is July 11th. A day after stepping down from the post of party president of the Indian National Congress, Rahul Gandhi pleaded not guilty before a Mumbai court on Thursday. The court was hearing a defamation case by an RSS worker over Gandhi's alleged comments linking Gauri Lankesh's killing with the quote-unquote BJP-RSS ideology. The Mumbai court granted him bail on a surety amount of 15,000 rupees, which was given by former MP Eknath Gaikwad. Earlier in February, the Mazgaon Metropolitan Magistrates had issued summons to Rahul Gandhi and CPM leader Sitaram Yachuri in response to a private complaint filed by Dhrutiman Joshi, a lawyer and worker of the RSS. Joshi had alleged that within 24 hours of Lankesh's death, Rahul Gandhi had told reporters that, quote-unquote, anybody who speaks against the ideology of the BJP, against the ideology of the RSS, is pressured, beaten, attacked and even killed. Chelsea footballing club legend Frank Lampard has been appointed as the new head coach at the London club on a three-year deal. The former England international spent last year as manager of Derby County, which plays in the second tire of English football where he guided his side to the championship playoff final, which is considered to be the most expensive match in football. The 41-year-old will replace Italian boss Morazio Sari, who left last month to take charge of Serie A champions Juventus. Lampard has learned from some of the best managers in the history of the sport during his trophy-laden 13 years at Chelsea. Only Ron Harris, Peter Bonetti and John Terry have played more than Lampard's 648 games for the club. Lampard left Stamford Bridge in 2014, having won three Premier League titles, four FA Cups, two League Cups, the Europa League and, of course, the Champions League. He is also the Blues player to have represented England more than anyone else in the club's history. Lampard said, and I quote, I am immensely proud to be returning to Chelsea as head coach. Everyone knows my love for this club and the history we have shared. However, my sole focus is on the job in hand and preparing for the season ahead. I am here to work hard, bring further success to the club and I cannot wait to get started. Close quote. A Delhi court on Thursday sentenced Aam Aadmi Party MLA Somdat to six months in jail and imposed a fine of 2 lakh rupees on him in an assault case, reported PTI. The case dates back to the 2015 Assembly election campaign when Dutt assaulted the complainant Sanjeev Rana. Additional Chief Metropolitan Magistrate Samar Vishal imposed the penalty on Dutt days after he was convicted. The court, while convicting Dutt, said, and I quote, there is no doubt that on January 10th, 2015, at around 8pm, Somdat, along with his 50 supporters, went to flat number 13, where the complainant was present. The complainant was beaten and assaulted by the accused and his associates, due to which he suffered grievous injury. Close quote. The court also added that it was not clear how many persons, apart from the accused, had assaulted the complainant and what was their common objective, if any. However, Dutt's counsel at the time had refuted the arguments and had said that he and his supporters were peacefully campaigning in the locality and that it was actually Rana who started arguing with him. A cross-first information report was also registered by Dutt in the case. Dutt's is the second conviction of a sitting ARP MLA. Last month, the court awarded three months' sentence to Manoj Kumar, an ARP MLA from Kondli, for obstructing the election process at a polling booth during the 2013 Assembly elections. Before I take your leave, here are some stories from the News Laundry website that you do not want to miss out on. The first is a story written on Rahul Gandhi's resignation by Meghnath, where he talks about how the Congress party president's resignation sent TV news studio warriors into a frenzy. Meghnath brings to light how some channels claimed that Raga's resignation was simply a sham, while others questioned whether Rahul would run the Congress with a remote. Also, don't forget to check out Veena's latest ground report from Chandni Chowk. 
it debunks the claims of publications like Op India, Organizer, Sudarshan News, and Swarajya, who pointed to the so-called abduction of a 17-year-old Hindu boy during the violence that broke out in the area on June 30th. According to the reports, the Muslim mob that vandalized the Durga temple went on to kidnap the boy. However, it turns out that the boy was at his uncle's house all this time. It takes time, effort, and money to send reporters like Veena into the field so that we can bring you facts straight from ground zero. This is where you come in, dear readers. We could use all the help we can get. So please, don't forget to subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. That's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.